wanted to jump on the mic and do a solo session for a variety of reasons. And I don't have this mapped out, so bear with me here as I'm at the beach, Sunset Beach in Watsonville, beautiful place, and felt called to get back on the mic in a solo form. You know, I want to say thank you. It's been, I believe, six podcasts now that we've uh, put out on Soul Seeker. And I say we because the virtual assistant team, it truly is a group effort. I have everyone from editing podcasts to doing graphic designs. And editing is more in one form. It's audio and video. It's really a team effort. There's a lot of people behind the scenes. And thank you to each and every one of you both that helped me put this out and to everyone that is listening and supporting the soul seeker mission in every way you know this um initially was just an idea of something to do on my other podcast called mojo mondays and after journeying with psilocybin that's magic mushrooms in a healing type of way i'm not talking recreationally i'm talking like professional doing it to deal with your traumas and your deep hidden stuff right one of the realizations I had from that, and I haven't written about my mushroom experience from May. I, I meant to write about it. I meant to vlog about it, do a podcast. I just never got around to doing it, I guess. But one of the realizations, just one of them, was that it's kind of funny uh, thinking back. But I was like, I can't do a season of Mojo Mondays about spirituality and then go back to Mojo Mondays. I mean, if you've... If you're familiar with Mojo Mondays, then you probably can get it. But for those of you that aren't familiar with this podcast I've had for the past few years called Mojo Mondays, is it's a very entrepreneurial and like productivity and inspirational, motivational podcast. And I have my radio voice on like, hi, this is Sw- or what up? This is Swag Sam. And welcome back to another episode of Mojo Mondays. I'm your host, Swag Sam, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, like with every podcast, I say my why. And it's to inspire and motivate others to do the things they believe they never believed they could do and that's kind of funny I remember that (laughs) that was pretty much word for word what it was but the reason why I say that and give you that enthusiasm and radio voices not that it was fake because I actually really loved doing Mojo Mondays and I felt like it was fake though you know like I felt like I couldn't have the voice that I'm talking right now right now it's just a very calm and you know, natural voice, but Mojo Mondays, I put on the radio voice. That's all, you know, it didn't sound that cheesy. Um, But the point is, I had this idea after Ayahuasca about doing this podcast series on Mojo Mondays, and I didn't have a name for it yet. I just knew it was going to be about plant medicine, spirituality, meditation, everything that Soul Seeker is about. Then after during with um, Mushrooms, I realized, wait a second, I can't do a season of Mojo Mondays about this and then go back to like how to work with VAs on the next season or whatever it is. Like they're totally different and this is everything, right? And as I explored what Soul Seeker was going to be, it really, it really just unfolded in this soul life balance theme. And it seems like a lot of people get it and it resonates with people because my whole theory is that you know the work-life balance is broken we were brought up i'm 31 years old but i've recently sat through a training uh, conference where they're talking about all the different generations um and it seems like the i forget what it was was it gen 
Am I been the baby boomers? That was the first generation that grew up with work-life balance. But point being, work-life balance has been, um, you know, a around for years, and I feel like work-life balance was really big when I was in school growing up, like you know, junior high, high school. So, you know, the early mid two thousands. I remember as a student even being told about work-life balance or somehow hearing about it. So my point is like. I at least grew up with work-life balance. We're all familiar with what that term means. But the truth is, are we really familiar with what work-life balance means? Or is this something to distract us? Is this something that's part of our programming and conditioning of society? You know, like the way our society is structured is basically that we're slaves to the system. We all know this, like the people at the top, you know, they're all good and you give the middle class just enough where they don't question it. And then you have, you know, the other classes below that are the ones really, really struggling. But the way work-life balance is, is it's for the middle class, right? I guess you could say that. And the whole point is like, you know, do we work to live or live to work? And it's to get us to not question. It's to give us just enough so that we can go on our vacation. I know I'm going in tangents here and my mind is circling because I don't have this mapped out, but I, it's just frustrating me. And I'm, I'm sure you feel it too. Like you work, 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 and then you have Saturday and Sunday off. If you're in a typical corporate type structure, right? Monday through Friday, nine to five, you work five days a week. You work eight hours a day with commute, maybe 10 hours, maybe 12 hours. What time are you exercising? What time are you with your family? What time are you actually fucking living? And I'm sorry, but it gets me a little frustrated and not angry, but just frustrated, you know, and the two days off a week. I mean, I go out paddle boarding in the ocean. I see the sea otters and I see the seals and I see the different wildlife and it grounds me. It makes me think this is their world. I'm temporarily visiting their world. To these guys, it's about survival. Yeah, we all are, you know, chasing something or fighting for something. But think of the way all the animals on Earth live. And I, I know you've, you're a soul seeker, so you've thought about this before. This isn't groundbreaking thinking, but a lot of us don't think about this all the time. Like, it's just about survival. <laughs> it's so funny with meditation how we're like, oh, I don't have 20 minutes to meditate. I don't have five minutes to meditate, whatever it is. And I'm sitting here on the beach. I'm looking at a bunch of birds staying from me. Like those birds have been there for, you know, an hour or whatever. And they're not going anywhere. They're just chilling. They're truly taking it all in. You know, I saw Adyashanti speak once and he's someone really big in mindfulness. And his talk was about porch sitting and how porch sitting is a lost art. And his point was just taking it in and pausing and just being. And we don't do that enough as humans. So this long-winded, this long-winded, I don't know what it is, rant on work-life balance, like it's just enough where we don't question it. You know, like it's this promise of, oh, if you work enough, you get your your PTO. I don't work cor- corporate time of any paid time off as a, biz- a small business owner. That's like, oh, wow, that sounds nice. But anyways, you know, you get your PTO and you have your vacations and you look forward to your trip to Hawaii or, you know, to Europe or whatever your thing is. And then you go back to the grind. What are we doing with our lives? Like truly, what are we doing? And how many of our, this was another mushrooms um, thought I had, how many industries and job functions do we actually need? 
And I'm not saying that I want to go back to, you know, the way cavemen lived, but even my industry of swag, like promotional products, I felt guilty, to be honest, um, during my mushroom journey because I realized that I'm creating more brands and more advertising and marketing and, and product waste too. Um, you know, side note with my business Swagworks where we do promotional products, I only do good quality items. For example, when fidget spinners uh, came about, I did not sell any to my clients. When they wanted them, I picked up the phone. Yes, I know it's a bit old school, but I picked up the phone and talked with them why they want it and explained to them how they're cheap items, that the bearings are breaking, kids are choking on, it's just going to be more trash and, and blah, 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 blah. So I successfully got my clients to get something else instead. So I'm proud of that, right? But in general, creating just more brands. I mean, I feel like advertising and marketing is one of the biggest issues. And tangent here, as I record this, it's week three of the NFL season. It's my first uh, NFL season in years, not playing fantasy football. And I'd like to say I'm a recovering bro. Part of that is I gave up fantasy football after um, doing ayahuasca and the mushroom journey. You know, I really thought about what I want to do with my life. And I, I was like, you know, it, it, it took a couple of months for me to convince myself I needed to walk away from fantasy football because I'm an addict to it. And when I say I'm a fantasy football junkie, I mean it more than most do. I mean, I mean, I'm waking up in the middle of the night, every most nights of the week during football season to check articles, to check notifications, anything to get ahead or just because I'm nervous about um, if someone's going to play or not, you know, and then all day on Sunday, glued to the couch, can't do things outdoors because I need to watch the games, just the, everything about it. And it's just so nice not playing fancy football this year. But the reason why I bring up fancy football is to go back to the marketing and advertising. I mean, it's all truly just a distraction, right? Like, isn't sports, isn't watching professional sports to keep us distracted and not ask questions about what's really going on? Is it, what, what is it about sports where we feel entitled and we feel a part of the team when the team does well and when the team loses, we feel like shit? Well, fantasy football takes that to the next level and you feel even more ownership and you get even more depressed when your team does bad and even more happy when your team does well. But the way... I want to position this in advertising and marketing is think about all the people making money off of this stupid, stupid industry. And it's just, it's just nonsense. It creates more ill will towards each other. You know, it's more, it's more bullshit. It's just more bullshit. I don't know. I'm going in circles and tangents, but that's how I felt with the mushrooms. I felt that, you know, I was contributing to this world of advertising, marketing, and, the, my talk here was about not needing all these different industries and how, you know, these industries are the reason why we work, right? And we don't need to work. If you break it down, we only need a few industries. Um, no offense against my insurance friends. I even have insurance clients and we all have insurance, but it's a necessary evil at this point, right? Insurance is. It's a necessary evil. But if you break down what it means to be alive, we, no one needs insurance, Right. Um, take transportation. These days, we need transportation. We need cars. We need public transportation. We need planes. We need all of this because it's the lifestyle that we live now. 
right? And I don't think I'm going to agree. I I love my car. I love getting point A to point B. I love being able to hop on a plane and go to San Diego for a day conference and come back. You know, whatever it is, or go experience Hawaii or the other side of the world. I'm not saying that like that's an industry that we shouldn't have, but it's a point that we don't need it. We need it, but we don't. I don't know. I'm going in circles. The insurance one was a better example. It's just frustrating because we do have all these jobs and we're just working away. And what are we working for? You know, what are we working for? Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great organizations that are doing a lot of good in the world. I mean, look at Salesforce. I don't know much about Salesforce. I've seen the owner, um, the founder, uh, what's his name, Mark Benioff speak at Dreamforce. It's pretty front row a few years ago. And guy's inspiring, but I don't know enough about him and know if you know, he's full of shit or not. Who knows what these CEOs. I know he set up um, an amazing opportunity for the employees to give back. I know he opened up the children's hospital. I know on paper that Salesforce is doing amazing work in the world. And I'm just going to take that at face value, and I believe that. But my point here is, what does Salesforce do? They are a CRM. They are a customer relationship management tool. In the world in which we live today, we need that. We need a company like Salesforce. We need companies like Salesforce. But what truly matters in life, if we didn't build out this this system of all these different businesses and all this shit, we wouldn't need Salesforce. Point being, we would need transportation more than a CRM company, right? Does Now, does that make a little bit more sense? We need hospitals more than we need CRM company. And honestly, we need hospitals in this day and age and how we've built our society. But if we didn't evolve and advance like how we are and we just had the medicine man, we use more plants to cure us and we didn't have all this artificial food and sedentary lifestyle we had... Would we need hospitals? I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know. Point being, this is all about work-life balance and soul-life balance and following your highest excitement, you know, your passions, and not dictating, not letting society dictate how you live your life. And that's how I felt. I felt like I was letting society dictate my life. You know, I still feel like I'm letting society dictate my life and that's something I'm struggling with at the time of recording this just a week or so before maybe a couple weeks I did ayahuasca for the second time and I had a much more difficult time with ayahuasca the second time and I haven't written about or I did write one blog about this but part of it is do I want to be quote-unquote awake And I don't know what it means to be awake, right? Like, do I sometimes feel like I'm awake? Do I feel like during my journeys I woke up? Hell yes. On a day-to-day, on a minute-to-minute level, do I feel like I'm awake? Fuck no. I feel like I'm still just, you know, that sleeping robot that doesn't get it. And sometimes when I do feel more awake and I see the world for more of what it is and the things I don't like in us... I. I don't know if I want to be awake. Sometimes I go back and I go, you know what? Take me back. Take me back to not knowing. Sure, I wasn't fully happy, but I was fucking happy. You know, on the surface, I was happy. And I I wanted to dress underneath what wasn't making me happy. And now doing the work, seeing what it's like underneath the surface, 
I go, man, maybe it wasn't so bad on the other side. And maybe that's a lesson for me that all my life I've been looking at grass is greener on the other side, not being present. I don't know, but it always boils down to me, the lesson to be more present. A few years ago, Microsoft released a study that said humans now have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. This had to be around 2015 or something when this study came out. And I knew that was alarming at the time. And that was a study I referenced all the time back then. And go figure, this is the path I'm on now. I don't know what the answer is. I know that I'm constantly chasing. Before it was chasing success. And now again, in some ways it's chasing success. But in more ways than then I think I realize what I'm truly chasing is to find myself. And whether I find myself or not, I don't know if that's going to ever happen. Now, this has been all about me, but I don't want this to be about me. I want this to be about you. I want this to be about us. I want this to be about all of us together. So in closing this shorter podcast, I want to talk about raising our collective consciousness and not knowing the role you're playing in because that's where I'm struggling now. And the best way I can help you is to talk about what I'm going through. So I hope you can take some tidbits away. Part of me waking up and seeing how the world is and not wanting to live in that world is me feeling like I can't do anything by myself to change how everything is. Then part two is looking at the larger system and seeing how I can play a role in raising the collective consciousness of society. And people have told me that's what I'm doing with Soul Seeker. So you should, you know, be proud of that and let that be where your role is. I I don't know if this is resonating with people. You know, I, I get quick to get to make a decision, you know, and soul seeker has resonated with people, but I don't feel like it's grown. I I know it's new, but I don't feel like it's grown to the point where it's impacting and changing people's lives. So you as a listener, if you've been listening for a while, please send me an email or hit me up on DM on Instagram or wherever. Just find a way to get in touch with me and tell me that this has helped you because I want to continue doing Soul Seeker, but I don't want to feel like that this is a wasted effort because sometimes I feel like it's a wasted effort and I feel like I don't have a role in raising the collective consciousness of our society and culture and even if I do have a role I don't believe collectively that we can actually make a change and I have a negative uh, feel no not feeling a negative viewpoint of that we're all just doomed and I don't want that because you know me and you know I'm a positive person and the more I am waking up and being slower and whatnot I feel more negative. So it's it's this weird balance of not liking my negative self and not going back to my old positive self, which was just neglecting 
how I truly saw the world and how I truly felt. So if, that, if any of that resonates with you and you have an answer, or you're doing something that <laughs> is working for you, share it with me. Cause I don't know if I just gave you too much help, but at the very least, hopefully um, it w- you can take some resolve in knowing that more people think like yourself. Anyways, I just want to jump on and share a few thoughts. That's all I have for you guys this time. Hit me up. Let me know if this is helping with you. Let me know what you think about the podcast. If you prefer different cadence, if you prefer them longer or shorter, if you want to be a guest, if you have ideas for guests. Um, I'm thinking about getting into vlogging. Let me know if you prefer video format um, in the form of a quick vlog, like, you know, maybe a weekly two to five minute vlog. So that would be in addition to the podcast. Um, And as always, you can catch these podcasts on YouTube as well. We have an extended version there. My lovely virtual assistant team has created. And also, one more thing. I'm creating a course on how to work with virtual assistants because I believe that if you are a business owner 